Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the Big Blue Unfiltered Podcast, talking New York Giants football and the NFL. Here now is Ian Campbell, Ryan Gallagher Jr., and Greg Ramos. Did you hear that? Yeah, what was all that? <laughs> <laughs> so my left AirPod is fucked. And Did you clearly just didn't take beer all over your AirPod? <laughs> no, 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 no. My left AirPod, it went through the wash or something. And it may and every so often, if you like turn it a weird way, or if it I guess if a loud noise goes right next to it, it like sounds like <sighs> I, I but, thought that God. you opened a shaking up beer no, and all the no, foam no, no. just got all over your microphone. Uh, no, either way, on a fun I'm note, that we're starting this episode. Uh, if you couldn't tell, we have a guest, Jeremy, with a fucked up AirPod. Give yeah. Everyone, yeah, give everyone a brief introduction, Jer. What, you're, what, what are uh, you doing here today? Uh, I am here just as any old, same old Jets fan. Trying to give a little perspective to everybody else. My point yeah. of view of what I what I see for the matchup this week. A, a POV, if if I can. Hell yeah. I love POV. Chill. Um, <laughs> so we're going to run through our episode like normal today. Uh, we got fantasy this week. We we did a quick draft off off air with, uh, with Greg and Jeremy. Jeremy will basically be taking Brian's spot today. And the fantasy, the pick em, and... Um, the same game parlays. Send you to do, the bench. Yeah, he got benched. Too many Devils games, I guess. <laughs> but uh, we Go won't Devils. we won't count this week against uh, our total points, so Brian doesn't fall too far behind for fantasy purposes. It'll be a one off one off isolated week. Um, let's let's talk ball. What do we got? Jets, Giants. Let's get everyone's prediction. Jets, Giants. I think it's going to be a snooze fest. That's actually probably pretty accurate. I think the it's literally going to be like that Iowa-Wisconsin game. Yeah. I think yeah, it's I going mean, to be just no points at all. I wouldn't be surprised if the score ends 10-3. For, I, I, like, I can't even pick a winner, honestly. Because you know, I have over, no idea who's going to win. Over, under, two and a half touchdowns in this game. Under. I'm going over. You think, I mean, there three, three really there, isn't that crazy. There will be three touchdowns scored in this game. I, I don't think it's going to be the snooze fest that Connor thinks it's going to be. But I also don't think it's going to be a, some crazy shootout like Chiefs-Rams in, what, 2018, whatever it was. That was a great game. I, I, that was a fantastic game. But I, I could see this game. I think it's going to be pretty entertaining because – History shows that it, it was it's always an entertaining matchup between these two teams. Yeah. True. I also thought Browns Colts was gonna be a snooze fest this past week. With Minshew yeah, and PJ Walker starting and both teams. Yeah, that had, was surprising. You know, Jonathan Taylor, good. Zach Moss, Jerome Ford, Cream Hunt. I really thought that was gonna be like a twenty to seventeen game. Instead, you know, yeah. you got two teams dropping forty. Yeah, that was out of left field. Did not see that one coming at all. So yeah, who knows? Maybe maybe we'll get that this week. 
I doubt it. I don't think I don't think we'll get that degree of it, but we'll get. I think we'll get. We're gonna get some points. Yeah, um, it, it's gonna always as as always with the Giants. It'll come down to the offensive line, and I think probably the same with the Jets. You, if you can rattle Zach Wilson, I I don't see any way that he can overcome that. Yeah, yeah, I I I agree. He has looked scared to say in the pocket, but as the weeks have gone on, I feel like he's progressed significantly in seeing pressure and stepping up in the pocket or or rolling out and deciding when is the right time to roll roll out and when the right time is to step up. So I don't know. But you do have a pretty good D line over there with the Giants, but they're getting there. We'll see. They're getting there. Thibodeau Thibodeau's work working on it. Um Ojolari hurt. You know, he's non-existent. And Bust. then the tackles yeah. are are really good. So, yeah. It's going to be I, interesting. I, just, I, think the, I think the Giants are going to have their hands full with the Jets' pass rush, personally. Um, Absolutely. Coming to Week 8, I mean, this guy doesn't get talked about enough on the Jets. Bryce Huff has a 24% pass rush win rate. Good for 12 Damn. best of eligible ed- edge rushers in the NFL, which gets doesn't get talk, talked about at all because he – isn't a big name. He wasn't drafted. He's undrafted. Mm-hmm. Um, but and also he isn't really used that much. He's used primarily for blitz schemes. But he's taken a big step this year, and I think he just doesn't get talked talked about enough. And Is that the dude who always shown... looked pissed off in the interviews? No, that's Michael Clemens. He's the uh, second year guy. Um, yeah, he also doesn't play every snap. But yeah, <laughs> that's the big guy that yeah you don't want to piss off. Is <laughs> Huff an edge guy? Curious. Say that again, Ian. Is Huff an edge guy? Yeah, he's an edge rush. Is uh, is he fast or is he more of a power guy? I feel like he's got a combination of both. Like he he gets there really quick. Oh, so he's just gonna fuck up Evan Neal if he plays. And if yeah. he doesn't, I don't know. We putting out there at right tackle. <laughs> uh, what what is was, the line going to be this week? You got probably hopefully Thomas. He's practicing. Yeah, probably Thomas. From going left to right, yeah, from going left to right, I would say it'd be, if everything goes well in practice, from left to right, I'd say it would be Thomas, Pugh, JMS, Bredesen, and then maybe, uh, is McKeithen still here? Is he not not hurt, right? McKeithen's a guard. I thought he could play tackle, though. I'd rather Pugh at right tackle than McKeithen. And then McKeithen at left guard? You think he'd be at right tackle? Yeah, he was at right tackle this week. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. The guy that uh, we had for like two years was terrible because our offensive line coach is dog shit and then goes to the Eagles and comes back and he's like, that was the best coaching experience I've ever had. I'm the yeah, best I've that. ever been. Yeah, but um, I, I, I'd like to see Pew at guard if Phillips is starting at tackle. But if they like Pew at right tackle, I'm fine with McKeithen at right guard. What did he? What side of the line did he Pew play on when he was in Arizona? Uh, I want to say he's a left guard guard by trade, but for us, he played right tackle a fair amount. Yeah. I mean, he's he's better at guard tackle. Oh, he's a much better guard than he is a tackle, but he can play tackle. If he's better at left guard, you got to put him with Thomas. That that side would be pretty good. 
Yeah, and it would help DJ a lot, you know, if he yeah. plays. He's not cleared for contact yet, but I don't think he's going to play. Probably not. But, but I mean, they just got to the Jets defense is very good. Pass rush can get there. Uh, if JMS Secondary comes back this team. week, but he's not 100%, I don't want him lined up across from Quinn and Williams. Yeah. And like, I don't want, to, I don't I mean, want a guy that, with a bum shoulder across from Quinn and Williams. Yeah. I mean, on that note, he's shown why he's worth the extension that we paid him $96 million this year. Oh, um, yeah. He's the second he's best the, young D tackle in the league. Similar to Huff, he's got a pretty good pass rush win rate. Um, seventh best among eligible de- defensive tackles. And he gets double teamed 70% of the time, which is more than guys like Aaron Donald, Christian Wilkins, and Jalen Carter. Um, mm-hmm. That's going to open up a lot more opportunity for other young guys like Jermaine Johnson, who's, who's second year very edge, good. Ru- edge rusher. Yeah, he's been looked a lot better this year so far than he did last year, but obviously he has to learn. And then standout linebacker Quincy Williams, Quinnen's brother. He is yeah. an absolute they got him off some animal practice, on the field. Think, right? Off from the Jaguars a couple years ago. Yeah. He, uh, yeah, another another, undra- another undrafted guy. He is an absolute animal. Joe Douglas. Yeah, Joe Douglas. Douglas finds good guys on defense. Diamonds in the rough. Diamonds in the rough. That's where he finds It seems yeah. like Joe Shane is kind of similar. Like We've been able to plug and play defensive replacements for the most part. Yeah, yeah, you got you got a former Jet on your team, Pinnock. Yeah, yeah, he's the been only reason we didn't really good we for us. Keep, I really wanted to keep him, but we couldn't because we just had too much talent in the locker room. He wouldn't have gotten a spot on the uh, to start, pretty much. Yeah, he was he was solid with the Jets, right? Yeah, he was a pretty he was a pretty uh, serviceable guy. I mean, I mean, he's playing a lot better now with the Giants, but he was he was pretty solid for us. Yeah, so I I actually saw. Overall defensive rankings, right now the Giants are higher than the Jets. Really? By one. In I, terms I, of what? I'd have, I think it's just like DVOA. So it's nothing to do with points or yards because I'm sure the Jets have us beaten that. Yeah, but, I mean, like by, it could be know, also. Defensive metrics, supposedly we're a little bit better. And it's also better. not taking into account matchups, like who you've played, right? Or, or Yeah. Just, uh, I think it does yeah. taking that into account. Like you'll get a better grade for playing well against San Francisco than you would uh, New like England, Atlanta. Yeah, exactly. So it it you know it's going to be a defensive game. We're I think we're right on on target with that. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm very curious how the Jets is the secondary going to be healthy this week. So that's another thing that. I'm questioning because I don't know what's going on. It makes a little, it's a little confusing to me because Jets are coming off their bye week, right? Mm-hmm. Haven't played in a week. Sauce, Gardner, and DJ Reed both didn't play against the Eagles, yet they're still questionable. In concu- Both of them are in concussion protocol. Quite, and I checked today. They're still questionable. So If they're not cleared they're, tomorrow, they're probably not playing. Tomorrow as in being, Thursday. Yeah. Either they're being extra cautious with them or they both had some serious concussions, which I don't think they were serious concussions because they were both on the sideline for the game against the Eagles. And they looked they looked well. So I mean Didn't Sauce like tweet out that he was fine? He might have. I don't I don't 
pay attention to his Twitter all that much because he's he'd be saying a lot of stuff sometimes. Um, <laughs> I mean, so, they they yeah. have the testing in place, and if he's not passing it, they won't let him. Play. I think yeah. they changed the concussion protocol, like kind of thing, too. Yeah, they made it yeah, so they, guys can't fraud it. Because what they would do is they would te- poorly test the first time, like purposely fuck shit up on their base. Yeah, and then when they take their con- Concussion test, they'd get like the same, if not better, grade, and the NFL would be like, "Oh, you're good." Yeah, yeah. exactly. It's like that Family Guy bit where they got shit faced to go to the DMV. So in their driver's license pictures, they looked drunk. So when they got pulled over, <laughs> yeah, the yeah, cop yeah, would, yeah. would just see the picture of them hammered and be like, "Oh, this is just what you look like." <laughs> yeah. 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 So they, they change it up and the. Concussion doctors, I mean, you saw with Jamal Adams. You yeah, know, Seahawks yeah, Shining's he looked game. pissed. He was I think mad. the NFL fined him. Yeah, they did. They did find him. Yeah. Yeah, but as a as a player, you missed a full almost two seasons. You gotta be just I would be just as upset as him. As much as I oh, don't yeah, like the guy. Yeah. But you know. First game back, like you're so excited to be back on the field and then it's just all the adrenaline done before you know it. I yeah, mean, it looked but, like he I, went I, out cold, too, in that hit. It did. Yeah, I know. He was out. Like, his body, like, went kind of limp. Like, he was out. Yep. You could tell. But I think the similarities between our teams right now are very eerily similar. Like, there, yeah, there's, I'd say a so. lot, there's a lot of similarities. You got a young defense built around a stud D tackle with young edge rusher that, you know, is on the up. A good young corner who looks like they're going to be studs. Okay, linebackers behind. with a really good guy up the middle, and strong. I'd argue safety. our linebackers might be a little stronger than yours. I mean, CJ Mosley overall, probably. CJ Mosley. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. I agree. With I, that. I hear. Yeah. I hear. What, I hear what you're saying, though. I I do agree. With I you. I think a the couple more have a lot of similarities. Okariki, McFadden, and Simmons playing like this, and there'll be an argument. But right now, the yeah. Jets linebackers are definitely better. Yeah, and then you know, uh, you say, got... and we and we both we both rely on the run game. I mean, yeah, two without Saquon, good young running backs. What, what what's going on when Saquon's on the field? Not much. Literally, the Jets nothing. average yeah. literally five point two yards a carry. Second best. And I mean, they're the not league, I mean. they're not scoring with him either. But yeah, that's yeah, know. but but the offense looks way more fluid with him. And with yeah, they can move when he's all. playing. Yeah, absolutely. And then you have, I mean, the Jets don't have a Darren Waller. I think that's the real difference. What do you mean, Tyler? What do you mean, Tyler? Tyler Conklin. Oh yeah, Tyler (laughs) Conklin, elite tight end. He'll get, he'll get, sit like what Connor said earlier: six catches for fifteen yards and two touchdowns. There you go. That's all you need for fantasy. But imagine having six catches. The balance of Waller and Hyatt is pretty much the same as like a Lazard and Wilson. Yeah, I'd say you, so. you I, have I, you have I, the proven pass catcher in Waller and Wilson, and then you have the solid player as the number two option with Hyatt and Lazard. Yeah, I even I would still give the edge over Lazard over Hyatt right now. Hyatt still doesn't play enough. Yeah, Hyatt, I, I mean he's his, he plays mostly every snap now. Well, I think last week he did. Yeah, but he I doesn't also, get enough targets either. Oh, agreed. He yeah. needs like six targets a game minimum. Because he's he's a burner. He can he can get you those big plays. But yeah, he's proving 
in games that he can run those crossers and go up and get a jump ball. He's proving he's yeah. more than what that Cowboys coach said he was. Yeah, not a good route runner. Yeah, and I'm sure his routes aren't crisp or amazing, but his speed makes up for that. So where he's yeah, not cutting sure. a perfect route, he's fast enough that he can beat a guy. Yeah, there was a so, there was a clip against the, uh, the Commanders this past week. He just he just burnt the corner like yeah, so bad. That was that catch on uh, that Tyrod hit him with, right? That thirty-something yard catch that they reviewed. I think for, I think it was, yeah. And he had to slow down because yeah. I've noticed that with all the balls Tyrod's thrown him, it has to slow down because Tyrod's not getting him deep enough. He'll and that's just really not playing. Hard. That's just not being the starting quarterback for five years of a team, you know. That and Tyrod doesn't have an, an insanely strong arm. Yeah, no, he I mean he never he never was expected yeah. to, but yeah. And to Jones credit, as as much as you can shit on him, he's got one of the best deep balls in the league. Yeah. I got like every every stat since his rookie year has showed he's got one of the most accurate passes past like thirty yards in the whole league. There is a little bit of a caveat to that because they don't throw it on the field. Yeah, it's a smaller sample size. But, you know, when he does throw it deep, yeah. he hits the guy on the hands. Yeah, true. Numbers so, are all, all you, Yeah, all you can do is say what he does with his opportunities is good. And we were saying in the episode yesterday that if he doesn't start playing like Tyrod is and taking chances – I'm over him. Like, if the line gives you protection, Saquon is there, and you're still just kind of look, looking like washed up, not washed up, but shell-shocked Eli, who was just terrified after a decade of being beat down. You got to yeah, the last the last four years of Eli. Even really the last two, I would say, is when he started to just, oh, I got Barkley, dump. No Odell, dump. As soon as yeah. Odell left, <laughs> Yeah, when there was no much. Odell to just say fuck it, he's down there somewhere. Eli just started dumping to Barkley. Yeah, he was the yeah. funniest fucking I, quarterback. Is he would just throw that fucking ball? Wouldn't yeah. give a fuck if it was an interception or not. Yep. And then he'd you know throw a pick and he'd have that face like he just shit in his pants. Yeah. And then just jog <laughs> off the yeah. field with his kazoo helmet. His helmet was. Yeah, <laughs> I'm starting to understand why Giants fans are still bought in on Daniel Jones because, like you said earlier, it's pretty similar to what the Jets got going on. I mean, I was one of the few people, few Jets fans that did not did not not believe in Zach Wilson. I I I kept my faith in him. Yep. And it's he does he does the similar things. He just little checkdowns to Brees Hall, you know. Yep. It whatever whatever's easy, but. I, I'm I'm starting to sympathize, I guess, more with Giants fans with Daniel Jones because, listen, Tyrod did have two pretty pretty good games mm-hmm. against the Bills and Commanders, but now one. he didn't even score a touchdown in the Bills game. Like I know, I do, I do want to say that he played defense, well enough. The defense in it exactly. Also, if in that Daniel Jones scores a touchdown if he's at that goal line at the end of the first half. Also, I'd didn't also we like get two or that. three turnovers on the Bills? Yes. So yeah, we got so. the we took the ball from them two or three times and Tyrod didn't score a touchdown. It was also your the classic jo- Josh Allen doesn't know how to play football the, game. The Josh Allen yeah, special is what I like to call it. Yeah, only scored nine points. So, yeah. 
you know. Yeah, it is. What He's it done is. that two I weeks mean, in a row now. Yeah, and then what Josh did you do? 14 points against the commanders in the first half and then nothing. I was talking about Josh Allen. Oh, I know. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm just saying, like, if he's put up 23 points in two weeks, 11 and a half points a game. That's worse than our season average with Jones, which is like 13. <laughs> but you also have to look. You also have to Still take into account that, that that's that's that one. All those points are from that one Arizona game, almost. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A if lot. you take out that Arizona game, they're I think they're averaging like three points a game. Yeah, it's something like that. If you take out the Arizona game and the Pinnock touchdown. Yeah, but that, all, that's, that's that all, was that's also all, like before the Tyrod game. But yeah, and that's this is all hypothetical too. So it's it's what if, what if? Yeah, exactly. But I, I think Tyrod yeah. has enough to beat the Jets, provided the line blocks and the defense plays very good. It's going to be an interesting game. I really can't tell you who's going to win, honestly. Yeah, yeah, I mean, right now Vegas has the Jets as a three-point favorite. In a, I mean, that makes sense. Away I, game, I, th- I think it's going to go down, personally, because seventy. I could see it the, being a pick'em. Seventy percent of the bets right now are on Giants plus three. Wow. Yeah, and just because that's the smart money. I mean, technically, yeah, it's a home game, so all the Giants season ticket holders will be there. Yeah, which we have a lot of them. So I'm not really worried oh, about yeah. Jets fans selling, buying us out, because Giants fans will be there. I wish, I really wish they would just say like, "fuck it" for that, and whenever they play the Jets and Giants, they make it like a college football game, and you just like divide the stadium in half. I agree. You can't just because of, cool. of t- uh, seat licenses. Yeah. yeah, I know, but well, that's what I mean. You should just say like, no season yeah. ticket holders should get this game. Like, they should make it like a special game. One half is the Giants fans, and the other half is Jet fans. Yeah, those seat licenses are mad expensive, so uh-huh. those those season You're ticket holders like would not be happy. They would not. They would not be happy. <laughs> yeah, say that. Yeah, they but would I want mean, like a major discount. Yeah, and yeah. I don't you think lower the, the price. And you lower Jets the price. Willing to give up. Yeah, but I don't think they want to do that. <laughs> yeah, but then you have you bump up the prices for the Jets and Giants game. To what? They're already like a hundred bucks minimum. You'd still make your money back anyway if you did it. Not really. Yeah, you, I mean the Giants yeah. would. I don't think so, dude. I mean, you're talking more people like would a, buy the seat licenses. Yeah, but you're talking a seat licenses ten thousand. Yeah, but when you're buying season, when seat. you're buying when you're buying season tickets, like you're not buying it. Per game, you're buying in like a package. Oh, I know, but like it's priced out per game, and then added together. Is it actually so? Say if it was a hundred bucks for eight games, you're paying eight hundred. Uh, I mean, a little less than that, but yeah. Like you, you do get a bit of a discount for buying them all, but you're also yeah. That's for what them. I mean. I think you're not just buying tickets; you're buying just... a license to have. That's your seat. Like the whole season, the whole ticket thing is complicated. You don't just get tickets; like you buy like the seat license. Yeah. No, whatever. I so like, I mean, cool for example, like Jets Chargers November sixth is seventy dollars. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, let me pull up the giant next Giants game. That's not the Jets. Uh. 
Pats, 112. So, like, $50 almost difference. And that's just be- because of season ticket holders? I don't... That's just because it's the Giants. So, and that's always been a thing. Giants tickets are always more expensive than Jets tickets. Like, I used yeah, to go to so many Jets games with, with Demo because they'd suck and it'd be, you know, November and we'd be like, shit, dude, tickets are $12 for a Thursday night game against, like, the Bills. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, when will tickets ever be $12 for a Giants game, no matter how bad they are? I remember, um, who, what was it? It might have been Jones' second year. They had, they had won, like, three games, and it was week the last week of the season. Tickets were still, like, 60 bucks. That's crazy. It's insane. And I think concessions are cheaper during Jets games, too. Wouldn't be I, remember, right? I, th- I don't remember. I don't know for sure, but I think so. Hmm. I may be wrong. Speaking on that. of speaking of like concessions in the stadium, I saw this tweet earlier today that when they were building MetLife, uh, the Giants owners uh, yeah, wanted like a, I remember like a brick facade and brick like kind of stadium, facade. and the Jets owners wanted like a yeah facade, and the Jets wanted a like a steel like window kind of thing. But yeah, the Giants wanted to go like old school, like build like a a monument to football. The brick yeah. facade and like it would have looked old school with all the modern amenities, and the Probably Jets wanted money. wanted the steel and glass and wanted to look like very new and modern, modern. like so. And they couldn't they couldn't agree, so they agreed on this bullshit. They like, agreed on the toaster. Let's just make a giant stadium. Is ugly. It's awful, and it yeah, sucks it's... inside. It's one of the worst stadiums in the league, and it's like it's new. Yeah, it may, it may hold the most people in the in the league, but who cares if it's an ugly and it stadium? Doesn't. And Dallas does. It's not. Does does Dallas? You should, I mean, maybe with standing Dallas room. Is like I, think, 100, I, like, I think it can get up to a hundred with standing room. Yeah, well, but MetLife is like seventy thousand in just seats, though, which is. Yeah, cool. yeah. Well, Dallas is like eighty in in seats. Yeah, they have a massive stadium. But uh, all right. to... we're, we're we're getting on a tangent here about about stadium seats now. Yeah, uh, Jim, stadium give, us, let, give us a couple. Let me give you three bullet points on how the Jets win this game. So, defense, obviously, like that's been that's been the whole talk so far up to this point. Defense is the name of the game. The Jets have the fewest passing yards in the league, fewest. And that's not very surprising, not seeing what's going on at quarterback. That's actually kind of surprising um, when you consider the Giants' offense. Right? They have, they have the, le- the least. It's just over 1,000 yards, which is kind of, kind of sad Ooh. when you think about it. But um, you got to rely on the defense. The defense might have to score most of the points. But if Brees Hall can get a groove and find something – in the holes, if the O line plays good, which they have this year, the the, mm-hmm. the run blocking has been pretty good. Um, I think he could he could also lead us to a victory. And lastly, I mean, it's Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson played two two very good games against the two best record teams in the league, the Chiefs and the Eagles, and he got a win against the Eagles. Granted, Jalen Hurts handed us that game. Thank you, Jalen. But <laughs> but. 
the defense won us that game in, in all reality. They let us score the touchdown at the end because they wanted mm-hmm. the time. But it's all it's all up to Zach Wilson, Brees Hall, and then the defense has to keep doing what they've been doing. Um that that's that's how the Jets win games. That's how they've done it. That's how they did it last year. That's how they got off to that great start last year. And that's how they have to continue to do it this year if they want to have a chance in the AFC, the loaded AFC, I should say. Yeah, and you brought up how Wilson's played very well against the Chiefs and the Eagles, and I agree. And it just it has to just break your heart because with Rodgers, this team may have been the best team in the league, hands down. We we'd be we'd be five and one at this point if we had Rodgers. Possibly I, I undefeated. I mean, how do, who do Possibly you lose? Possibly undefeated. To? Yeah, seriously, I think you put up more than twenty points against the Chiefs. You easily score. Yeah, I mean, your minimum is twenty points a game with Rodgers. Yeah, the problem is Garrett the lines going off. But with Rodgers, he would have gotten that line in shape. Yeah, we would have. We would have. He's got that Brady beat the factor Patriots where with he Rodgers. makes the line better. Yeah, yeah, a little bit of coaching and game planning. I'm sure he's got a lot of knowledge with that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, and he he's not playing this year. I hope everybody realizes that because I know everybody. But he's in sneakers like, oh, on on the yeah, field exactly. tossing footballs like, stop, five yards. Stop. Yeah, that, this, <laughs> this this narrative that he's this narrative that he's going to play this year is kind of crazy to me. He's not. They're he not. Gonna, if he's healthy so and ready bad. to go, he does because he loves the attention. But if you if sneak he, into the wild card and Wilson is decent, there's a re, not like there's not a like reason. the defense carried us here. Wilson had two thousand six hundred yards and eleven touchdowns, ten picks. Do you play Rodgers in the wild card, or do you stick with Wilson? No, you don't play Rodgers because there's a reason. He, if he gets us there, he gets us there. You don't bring Rodgers in if it's if it's January and twenty five degrees outside, and Rodgers is healthy but not fully healthy. You want his Achilles in that cold weather? I don't. I don't. I don't even. I mean, yeah, especially weather. with the fact that he's committed about to playing that. next year, basically. Exactly. He he's. I'd rather have a hundred percent Rodgers next year than seventy percent Rodgers in the playoffs this year. I can I can live with that. And if we get to the playoffs, that means Zach Wilson's played good enough to get us there. And I'm okay That's with true. that. Yeah, and so, I don't yeah, see I like anyone that. other than the Dolphins that are potentially running away with the AFC. No, I mean I it's, it's tough. I mean the Chiefs, the Chiefs are gonna be the Chiefs. But Yeah, I mean they're the Chiefs. They have the best coach and the best quarterback, but And the best tight end. It's like the it's like the Eagles this year. It's like they're great teams, but they're not. Yeah. They're not the powerhouses they were a year, two years ago. There's no yeah. standout teams yet. And I thought it was yeah. San Francisco, but now after losing to the Vikings like that, yeah, it it just like shows that all... Purdy is not that great. Coming, he's human. He's human. He's human. Undefeated he's, in the regular season. He was that the last pick last in the draft for a reason. Exactly. But but uh, yeah, Connor hit point. us with. Three reasons the Giants win this game. Uh, I mean, you got to run the ball. Um, I don't think you're going to have a very good time passing the ball, you know, most of the time. You got to feed Barkley. I think Barkley's going to get 30 carries this game. Um, At least 30 touches. Yeah, probably. Um, The defensive line. You got to get pressure on Wilson. If you don't pressure Wilson, then the Jets are going to have no problem scoring, in yep. my opinion. Um, 
And then I would say the third reason, third bullet point, our offensive line. I mean, that's a that's I mean, it's pretty obvious, but this is could be one of the best pass rushers, pass rush, you know, teams we faced all season. Yep. So it's I'm pretty I'm honestly like nervous for whoever's going to be playing quarterback Sunday. So we're we're both we're all in agreement that this is going to be a 1993 football game. You got to run the ball, you got to sack the quarterback, and you got to protect the quarterback. That's it. Yeah, they're getting yep. in the trenches. That's the only way these two teams win games. Yeah. I would also like to add, in my opinion, I believe this game comes down to whoever makes the first big special teams play. Ooh, I, like I that think too. that's going to swing the momentum of the game. Something like that, someone's that... going to muff a punt, turnover on like the five-yard line in the third quarter of a 10-7 game. It's now suddenly going to be 14-10. Momentum is switched. You know, it's it's going to be something like that. Yeah. First gonna... person to either fuck up big on special teams and turn the ball over or make a big play oh, like, like a 35-yard like punt return. return. Yeah. Just to switch yeah. the field completely. That's going to be something that changes this game. A major special like teams that. play. There, I'm going to I'm going to place a couple bets on the Jets to Jets defense first touchdown and Jet Giants defense first touchdown now that you say that. I like any time for those for those touchdowns. That's not a bad bet either. Yeah. I mean another thing I wanted to bring up um was the Jets record after the bye week. Because you gotta Ooh, remember yeah. the Jets are the Jets are coming off their bye week. And history is on your side, Giants fans. In the last ten years, the Jets record after the bye week, any guesses? One and ten nine. buys. I'm gonna say yeah, I'm going to say two and eight. Connor had it right on the money. One and nine over the last ten years. Ooh. And Jesus. The, o- the only time we won after the bye week was 2015, which was our last year over 500. Against we beat Washington, 34-20. Oh. <laughs> so, that was Kirk Cousins' era, Washington. You like that, Kirk but Cousins era. You like, yeah, you like, you like that? that. <laughs> I, yeah, well, but... History is on your side in terms of the bye week, but it is a different different crew coaching this. I mean, coaching this team. Last year we lost to New England ten three after our bye, but that was. I just looked up. Uh, I just looked up after the bye for the last twelve years. Um, and that's the only data they have. The Jets are two and ten, so it's not even like they. It's cherry pick yeah. where they you know won the two weeks before, two years before that one and one, so two yeah. and ten. The Giants are not yeah. coming off their bye, but they're seven and five after the bye. Damn. Yeah. The Jets are four and eight against the spread, though. After the bye. That's yeah. not bad. With a, with a five and seven over under. Hmm. So maybe the Jets have a little bit of Rutgers syndrome. Yeah, I mean good teams win great teams Rutgers. cover. Yeah, I I'd say so. I mean, if we're going to start talking about betting so far this year. Oh, we'll get there. The Giants. We, uh, we oh, can okay. transition I'll, I'll right into that. Then. Yeah, let's we can transition right into that. Let's yeah, get to I'm, it. I'm with whatever. Connor, why don't you, why don't you this was the news first? Oh, yeah. yeah let's hear it. So now we're talking, we're talking around the league. Play that music, Brian. All right. So I'll start off with this one. Uh, Kevin Byard was traded to the Eagles. 
Howie, um, Howie Roseman. It, he's got to have dirt on the Titans. <laughs> there has there there has to be something because it's getting it's get, it's getting ridiculous. It's getting fishy. It's <laughs> it's, it's getting, it's getting ridiculous. trading with Dylan and Dynasty fishy. Yeah, it's getting ridiculous. Are we going to vote to remove the Titans from the league? <laughs> dude, that video is so funny. And his stat line's insane, dude. Didn't he have like 45 points? Yeah, yeah. It was like 45 and 20. But, yeah. um, but yeah. Um, it's a good win now for them. Year. He's what, 30? Yeah. 30, yeah. And he's going to be 31 next year. Do like 20 still, million. Still yeah, they got to pay him. Good they're already pressed against. Yeah, but they're already pressed against the cap, so. Harry will do his classic void years. Yeah, and He'll you know it's only going to hurt them later on when Hertz is making a ton of money. So deferred money. He'll just keep. He'll just keep pushing it back. I I do think that they know that in the next couple of years their window is going to close for a little bit, and it'll take them two three years to really get back to contender status. Yeah, like once because their defense is very close to aging out, and Kelsey is right about to retire. Kelsey, they're, Lane Johnson. Yeah, they're like three, four guys away from being a totally different team. And it's, they're still going to have a been great able, yeah, line. Yeah, because they have good young guys. They've been building that up. And Howie seems to find good starting alignment in the fourth round because they're they're, their line coach is great. Mm. But I, I think it'll be 23, 24, maybe 25 they'll contend. But then, like, if Hurts really is a franchise guy, he'll be there for this. 26, 27, they won't be great. They'll be like a wild card team. And then you'll see like 32-year-old Jalen Hurts really like one more shot at a couple rings. But I think I think that's the Eagles' trajectory over the next five, six years. They're going to be good, really good for the next two-ish, dip a little bit, and then they're going to come back up. Yeah. I think, as, I think if Brown and Smith and Hurts are all there, they'll be fine. They'll be fine, but it'll be you're gonna have to reset the cap at some point. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, next piece of news: Dawson Knox had wrist surgery. I mean, I don't. He um, had that last year, didn't he? Didn't he fuck up his wrist last year? Pretty sure. That's why they drafted Kincaid. Yeah, pretty sure he's hurt too. But he's a big waiver wire pickup this week. Speaking about uh, about Dawson Knox, you guys see that LeBron video? Yeah. Tight ends day. Clearly, yeah. like looking at like top twenty tight ends in the NFL. Did Did you see that yeah. that one uh, TikTok with the the guy scrolling through the the first page yes. that comes up on Google yes. and LeBron yeah, is naming them in order on the page? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can see his eyes moving. Yeah, uh, George Kittle, Mark Andrews. Oh yeah, you know he's pretty good. You know all uh, those guys, man. Uh, skips Knox. over Fryermuth. Because he can't pronounce his name. <laughs> it's just it's so funny. Yeah, yeah he can't say, say like Goddard. Say Goddard either, so he, doesn't, he just doesn't say it. <laughs> but LeBron, oh, well, like yeah. trying to be an analyst, is so funny to me. LeBron's pickums. Yeah. Every Sunday, let's just pick the favorite. He picks the favorites, and he's like, "Yeah, I went like eleven and five this week." It's like, okay, you pick the favorites. <laughs> Yeah, pick a spread, buddy. Yeah, for real. <laughs> anyway, uh, Chase Winovich retired at 28. I don't know why. This, I don't know why I was like getting this all over like my feet on the internet, but uh, he was only 28. Yeah. 
He yeah. was good, he man. Was... I, I he was pretty good watching when he was on the Patriots. He would give me nightmares. He was all over the yeah. field. If if you asked me to guess how old he was, I would have said like thirty five. <laughs> Clay yeah, Matthews. Bro, he, he was. Yeah, he was, I he, thought he was like a like twenty eighteen era Patriots. Maybe no, I, like I don't think he. I don't know if you want to. Yeah, Ninkovich. Old, Ninkovich was on the Patriots for a long time in that era. I mean, yeah. But no, Winovich gave me. That guy was always destroying the Jets. I feel like. Yeah. Yeah, they had a ton of guys. But, oh, excuse me. Um, Will Levis is apparently going to be starting this week. Yeah, is but that's not the, so. he's not the QB1 QB1. He's going to be sharing snaps with Willis. Or, yeah, Willis. What's How wrong with that? Uh, he's hurt. What happened to him? Ankle? Was it in his ankle? I, I know he left the game. It might be. Recently. Um, but I know I saw something about Levis and Willis splitting time. Yeah, I think Willis There's is going to no... be like the Taysom Hill kind of like, like he's going to play the role he already is, coming yeah. in on like a coming run play or like on read options. Yeah, and then Willis is going to be the now the Tannehill now. Yeah, or, yeah, which uh, is we'll such a weird way to run an offense. We'll see. They should it works. switch it names, and it should be Malik Levis and Will Willis. <laughs> <laughs> We'll see. We'll see how that, that works out for them. Um, I don't know. They're they're going to yeah. be sellers at the deadline. They're going to be. I think sellers. they're tanking for Caleb. Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry. He's going to be a Raven. Derrick nah, Henry. He's be a cowboy. You are a cowboy. Yep. I've been saying it for weeks. We'll see. He's going to either be a cowboy or an eagle. Or no, a chief. Not. I don't. I don't know. I don't think the Chiefs. I think they're fine with Pacheco. No, they are. They are. Yeah, but they'll give it to Derrick Henry for goal line touches every day. Oh, I mean, I'm sure if the Titans go to the Chiefs and they're like, we just want a fifth, they'll be like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. But I I don't uh, know if the Eagles will have the cap to pay Henry. That's the thing. Whereas I think the Cowboys have some space to fit him in. I think the Ravens get him. I could see it. That'd be interesting. um, Last piece of news. Uh, Jim Ursay wants a rule change where you can review penalties. Good. Um, I'm glad, like, owners – we need owners like Ursay. Guys like Mara yeah. and Johnson, I don't – I mean, like, they're fine, but you need the, the drunk idiots like Ursay to come out and be like, the league fucking sucks. The officials blow. Like, we need an <laughs> owner like that, a guy who's actually in power to say the same thing the fans are thinking. Get more owners on Twitter. I love that. I love to see that kind of stuff. Yeah. Just get yeah. more owners addicted to Percocets, like Jim Irsay. <laughs> and I know this is just, an NFL related, but like say. Cohen, I like I like when Cohen tweets about the Mets and stuff. Well, because Cohen, I mean, at this point, he knows that the league loves his money, so he's like, "I'm going to say whatever yeah. I want." And the players love him because he's giving because he's forcing other owners to give out money. Yeah, yeah, yeah he'd overpay guys, except everyone yeah. but Pete Alonso. Yeah, yeah, he's got something we'll against Pete. We'll see about it's, that. But. And Alonzo's like, yeah, we just we've talked, but like haven't gotten there yet. And it's like, how is no one? Pay, how, how is Cohen just not pay you, dude? It's okay. Stern, Stearns Stearns will do his job. Guy just Mr. hands Mr. out money, but Pete Alonzo comes like, hey, I've been like the best player on your team for five years now. Can I just have a contract? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I still got that no money can... on the books. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if we can fit it into the budget this year. 
Yeah. Right. But yeah, yeah, I uh I, I really like Ursay saying this because the officials have been so bad. Terrible. Very. It seems like it gets worse every year. Every every week it seems like there's at least one game that like the game is the, the partially refs, the decided refs. by the refs. Yep. Like the Giants Bills game. The Giants should have had at least an opportunity to, to for one more play. Mm-hmm. Not saying they would have cut, yeah. uh, scored the touchdown, but you should have had the opportunity. And the Jets Chiefs game too. Yeah, it seems like every every time the Chiefs play, they get a call. Oh, the Chiefs. The Chiefs and the Eagles both love the refs. The that, refs love them. They that, love the refs. That stat where the Eagles didn't get penalized once and the Dolphins got penalized ten times, like that that doesn't happen. I mean, did you hear about no. that background about the referee that was? Uh, yep, in the game? I did. I mean, he's, like he's, he's from an he's, he's from a suburb of Philly and was an Eagles fan growing up. And like, yeah. like how was I thought they had to declare game. their fandom. Totally not conflict of interest. No, You're a little muffled but, and quiet, you know, Connor. I said. I said totally not conflict of interest. Yeah, like uh, I, I thought they had to declare their fandom when they like applied to the NFL, and then they don't get those games. Yeah, and the dude was probably like, "Oh, I'm a, I'm a Steelers fan." Yeah, yeah okay. probably. Or just some shit like that. Save yeah, water. All... Yeah, yeah. Save water. Save water, and we'll know who you root for. What do you call? What do you call the uh, the frozen? Uh, water, water that has flavor in it. What do you call that? Italian oh, ice? Oh, it's oh, it's water ice. Water ice. <laughs> yeah. What shore town do you go for vacation in the summer? Oh, you know, oh, wild, you wild, yeah, wild. No, okay. Yeah, you're wild, wild, what, do you, what do you what do you call what do you call a, a sandwich from like Subway? Oh, it's a hoagie. <laughs> a hoagie. It's hoagie fest at the Wawa. It's Schwab fest. Speaking yeah. of, see you, see you, Philly. Oh. Brutal, brutal for Philly. But, yeah, tough. Hate I to I want the Rangers to win so bad. I cannot have the Diamondbacks with this playoffs are a crapshoot bullshit winning the World Series. <laughs> Just Cash would, would be sitting in his office watching the Diamondbacks win, and be like, "I told you, <laughs> anyone can do it." <laughs> We we, but, uh, we I think we talked about this at one point on a couple episodes ago and how the like no team with less than ninety wins has won the World Series ever. Yeah. Or at least since yeah, like two thousand ten. Since like analytics took over. Yeah. So like this whole playoffs is a crapshoot thing when the team winning the World Series has like minimum ninety three wins. Like it doesn't it's not true. Either way, back to football. Uh, that was everything. Yeah, that wraps that was up the news. Yeah, that wraps up the news and everything. So yeah, uh, I mean, want to get into the picks. Let's let's do it. I'll uh, I'll tell everyone the fantasy that we did offline. So Greg is uh, for the season right now. Greg is in last still with one twenty nine and a half. I'm in third with one forty six point nine. Brian's in second with one fifty point three. And Connor, you still have a strong lead at one sixty five point two. Hell yeah. Um. This week, it'll be a one-off, so this won't count for our totals. Greg had the first pick. Um, he took Waller, Wandale, and Dalvin Cook. I had the second pick. I took Saquon, Hyatt, and Lazard. Jeremy subbed in for Brian. He took Brees Hall, Tyler Conklin, and Daniel Bellinger. And Connor took Garrett Wilson, Darius Slayton, and Randall Cobb. 
So we'll get those out. I'll update our graphic this week. I'll put our results for last week up. I got to do that. Um, but we'll we'll jump into pickums right now. Uh, I don't have percentages. Greg is thirteen and seventeen. Connor and I are tied at twenty and fourteen. I passed you last week, but you caught me up this week, Connor. Oh yeah, Connor. And then Brian is eighteen and sixteen. So again, these picks will not count towards our. Well, I guess they can because Brian gave me his picks, and I can get Greg's. But um, yeah, we'll have him count. Yeah, we'll, we'll just throw Jeremy into the graphic. It'll work. So yeah. Thursday night football, we have Tampa Bay at Buffalo. Buffalo is an eight and a half point favorite. Connor, you lead us off here. Tampa Bay at Buffalo. I'm going to go with the Bucks. The Bucks to cover eight and a half. Yeah, Buffalo right. has been playing well recently, so yeah. I like it. Let me go with the box. Yeah. Um, I think I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Buffalo here. In Buffalo, I'm not convinced the Bucks are legit. I think I think I'm gonna stick with Tampa Bay here. I like the combo of Baker and Mike Evans. I think they'll have a decent game. Um, they'll cover eight and a half. I like it. <clears throat> I'd say I'd agree with Ian on this one. I think Buffalo has been very shaky recently. And eight, eight and a half points is a lot, but I think they get it done. They're going to be at home. The mafia is going to be loud. And... I don't know. I just I, I, I love I love the story with the Buccaneers and Baker, but the Bills not covering last week points me yeah. every direction to them covering covering this week. I, I say it every week. I love watching Baker Mayfield win football games. He he is one of the most passionate football players on the field. Whenever you watch, yeah, him. it gets gets a first he, down he when the team's down like ten. Dudes like he ru- just taking a run an absolute like, dump truck of a hit. And gets up, stands right his chest. up, and screaming. Yep. yep, he's a football guy. Absolutely, he's fun to guy. watch. <laughs> yeah, electric. It's uh, oh, it's sixty-one degrees in Buffalo right now. I'm surprised it's not cold there yet. We got a warm front coming weekend. in. It's yeah. gonna be like fifty on degrees Sunday. this weekend. Or it's gonna be like tomorrow. eighty. It's gonna be like eighty tomorrow or, or Friday, I think. Here, that's stupid. Um, yeah, let's let's get to fall weather. Enough of this warm weather. All right, so 1 p.m., the big game, Jets at Giants. Um, it's not really at, but, you know, for all intents and purposes. Jets are three-point favorites. I wonder if the NFL is giving them the away t- – or the if Vegas is giving them the away team numbers. Because, like, you know, the home team automatically gets three. So are the Jets six-point favorites here? Or is it I they're calling it like neutral so. ground and the Jets are just three point favorites? I wonder what they're doing with that. I think it's I think it's the neutral ground thing. Here's an interesting stat that I came across. So the spread for the games between these two teams have mm-hmm. been between two and a half and three and a half points both ways um, for the seventh consecutive matchup. Ooh, wow. So it's either been it's either been Giants favored by two and a half to three and a half or Jets favored two and a half to three and a half. The last seven matchups. So that dates back what 
every four years. It's almost what to the nineties. No, it's oh, the nineties. Oh yeah, yeah, you're right. That's crazy. So think think about that. And there has it's, been a couple always, times where you know we get those random matchups. Yeah. No. Yeah. But I mean, we have it's been consecutive. It's been four every four years, pretty uh, consistently since. Yeah. It's at least yeah, at least fifteen years. Yeah, the last time it was a three-year gap from '93 to '96. There was a three-year mm-hmm. gap between matchups, but yeah, I mean, two and a half and three and a half points. The last seven matchups, the spread going both ways. So, who do so you what you look at? I, 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 I can't. I, I have to go with the Jets minus three. Bias. I, I, the Giant Giants are. Two and five against the spread. Um, Jets are four and two against the spread. Mm. Um, I mean, it's just it's such it's the stats. It's set, it's six and eight four all-time and eight against the spread after the bye though. Yeah, but the Jets and Giant matchup is six and six against the spread all time because it doesn't date back. There's been fourteen matchups all time. The spread doesn't match. It doesn't date back to what the seventies or something, which is what I was looking at. Um, yeah. So it's six and six all time against the Jets and the Giants are both six and six against the spread all time. Um, I I I just think I just I they they've been favored four times in this matchup, and they're one and three against the spread when they're favorites, or they're one and three when they're favorites. So I think law of averages says they they get this one too. Um, they were two and a half point favorites in 2015 when they had that solid team. They won that game. Um, I just, I also think since the, everyone's all over the Giants, I think the Jets are going to come out with this one. That's fair. What do you think, Connor? I'm going to go with the Giants. Obviously, um, if they play anything like they did the last two games, they have a chance at winning. I think. Yeah. So I'm gonna I, go with the Giants I agree. Plus I agree. I think the defense is on a roll. Um, I think if Thomas and JMS play, it's the best offensive line we've put out there this year. Even and if, if Neil plays, it really is. So Tyrod or DJ, I think they do enough to win the game. It'll be it'll be a grind, but we'll cover. We'll at least cover three. I think. Yep. So. I'll take the giant. Uh, one more bet I love for this game. Hammer the over. It's too low. Hammer the over? 36? Hammer the over. It's too low. The right. Giants over record this season is one in six. One in six when for their overs this year. Well, yeah, There's no way that's like it's, six points a game. It's not sustainable. So it's basically it's basically like seeing like a Georgia versus like Central Technical Institute somewhere. <laughs> and the, the the line the over is like fifty two and a half. You're basically betting on Georgia to score fifty three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, but the Giants have been playing better, and I think I think I'm talking the over eighteen is, points out of both teams. I think it's a mortal lock. All right, I like it. So uh, what's the next one? We got Cleveland at Seattle at four o'clock. Uh, Seattle is a three and a half point favorite. Yeah, I'm taking the Colts. I mean, I'm not taking – I mean, to say the Browns. I don't know why I said Colts. You're taking um, the Browns, even with PJ? Yeah. yeah. I think the Browns' defense is is good. Um, with the 12th man? 
Yeah. Come on, you gotta take that into account. Fuck the Seahawks. I'm taking the Browns. <laughs> I also just hate the Seahawks, so Yeah. I'm taking the Browns. Um, There's no other reasoning besides fuck the Seahawks. Yeah, I'm gonna take Seattle. I think just PJ Walker won't get it done. Seattle's home. They're a decent team and they have their starting quarterback. They should win this game. Yeah, I'm also on the side of the Seahawks. You're at home laying three and a half. If the spread was three, I'd feel even better about it, but I still think they get it done. PJ Walker, my uh he's an alumni of the college I went to, so I have a soft spot for him. But um, I like how you say the college I went to, like saying PJ Walker went there doesn't out it. <laughs> okay. The college we went to, sorry. But no, but like I'm saying, like you it sounds like you're saying the college I went to, like you don't want people to know, but then you're like, but PJ Walker uh, went there. So like people can just look it up. T- he's an alumni of t- yeah, it's engagement, you know. Just, uh, <laughs> you gotta, you gotta drive clicks for Temple and PJ Walker's Wikipedia page. I mean they they need all they can get for the football programs. They don't even they don't even fill out half the bowl at the link, so Um, But, yeah, Um, it's Seattle, minus three and a half. P.J. Walker has not shown that he's – the reason they've won the the last few games with him is because of their defense. Their defense is elite up there with the Jets and soon Giants, I'd say. What happened to Dorian Thompson-Robinson? I don't know. I was thinking the same thing. I get – he's just – I don't think he's ready. He's just not ready. He's not – he, he, he was really running a lot preseason, and I, I guess he just must well, suck. It's against, I, I against practice squad guys. Hurt if he wasn't playing preseason, yeah, I don't preseason know. though is preseason, right? I mean, yeah. it's, it's a bunch of third string, fourth string guys. So I mean, yeah, he should have held on to Josh Tobbs, right? <laughs> He's yeah, that is kind of surprising. <laughs> yeah, he's starting to. Yeah, that team's really come back down to earth. I mean. They look okay here and there, but they're not they are not what they were. They played over their head for a couple weeks. Uh, Sunday night football. What a gross game to play, put on Sunday night. <laughs> NFL really just took this, this week off with their prime times. Chicago at the Chargers. Oh LA is an eight-and-a-half point favorite. Uh, ooh, that's kind of tough. Um, I'm still going to take – wait, who's the home team? Chicago, uh, Chargers. I'm taking the Chargers. Yeah. Yeah, I like the Chargers in a commanding win. I think the Bears played, like a, uh, played out of their minds for a couple weeks and now they're done? Definitely. I don't think – I don't know. I mean, Herbert's got to play well. I think if Herbert, obviously, if he plays well, they're going to win. But I think – You don't think Tyson Bagent pulls it off? No. I think that was a one-game wonder kind of thing. <laughs> Khalil Mack revenge game. Fair enough. I'd like to bring up how terrible is the Chargers defensive coordinator. They have all those big names on defense, and their defense is dog shit. Their head coach sucks, too. He he should have been sure. fired two years ago. That's Staley, right? He's yeah, horrible, he yeah. Yeah, he's got it. I, he'll probably be gone after this year, I think. But um, Maybe mid-season. I think that's the reason I'm taking Chicago. I think the Chargers are poorly coached. Um, we all know him, me and Brian are big Tyson Bajant guys. 
Um, speaking of Tyson Bajan, his uh, college opponent, the Colorado School of Mines, one of my favorite schools, is 8-0 at the top of the D2 rankings. I don't want to say that that was us giving them good vibes, but they weren't an amazing team before we talked about them and we talked about them and now they're great. So maybe they were, you know, the BBU blessing kind of put them on the map, but I'm taking Chicago to cover the eight and a half. They won't win, but they'll cover. What kind of school is that? It's an engineering school, the Colorado school of mines. And they're eight and no, eight. No. Yep. <laughs> you love That's to, gotta you, be, you love to see it. The, the offensive and defensive lines have to be I encourage everyone to go through their Wikipedia page, the Colorado School of Mines, and just read about the school. It is wild. No, I look at their mascot. It's it's crazy. <laughs> no, but, um, um, give us your pick, Jay. Not, not to uh, be a sheep, but I feel like I've followed every single one of Ian's picks. I'm going with the Bears, man. Eight and a half. It's a lot of points. I know the Chargers didn't cover the spread last week. They they looked out of sorts. I'd they say. look like the Chargers. They're just a letdown team. They they can never they look, get it right. They they also have a Swiss cheese defense, and I think <laughs> that the Bears can exploit that at least a little bit to get within striking distance of covering that spread. So Bears eight and a half, yeah. lock it in. Love it. And our Monday night football game: Vegas at Detroit. Detroit is an eight-point favorite. Oh, my God. What's with all these eight-point favorites? All these spreads are similar. A lot of three-and-a-halves, a lot of eight-and-a-halves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. What happened to the five-and-a-half? Where's that? Yeah. Is Jimmy G I had... playing? Doesn't I have seem no like idea. I don't spread. know if we're going to see Aiden O'Connell again. And I'm taking the we're Lions. Gonna we're going to see elite quarterback Brian Hoyer. Yeah. Let's go Lions. I'll take them. Right. Yeah, eight yeah. hours ago, Jimmy G is not is still not medically cleared to return. I hope he holds out for so, one more week and we get a Hoyer and O'Connell next week. That'd be nice. Yeah. You taking uh, Detroit, yeah. Jay? Yeah, I'm. I, I think I got. I think I got to go with the Lions too. I mean, they got destroyed. The Vegas got destroyed by the Bears. And the yeah. Lions had a pretty demoralizing loss this week. I think Dan Campbell rallies the troops, and they're going to fucking stomp on Vegas. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, the best line I see, the whole, across the league, the lines are awful. Nine, three, nine, two and a half, two and a half, three, six and a half, even, one, six and a half, three and a half, eight and a half, seven, three and a half, eight and a half, eight. Where's, like, where's the five? Vikings one and a half looks very appetizing against the Packers. Uh, the ESPN half has them at even. Maybe some betting. That's crazy. That's even. That's even. Yeah, I'm looking at FanDuel right now. That looks crazy. That's crazy that they're even against the Packers. Yeah, I think they I, use I immediately tease that to to six and a half. I think. Yeah, I think the Vikings are going to win outright in that game, but that's okay. All right. Uh, I do have Brian's picks as well. He went Buffalo, Giants, Seattle, Chargers, Detroit. So he matched us, Jeremy, except for the Giants and the Bears. Interesting. Yep. Um, I will give everyone Brian's bets real quick. Uh, he took – it's overs week for Brian's bets. 
He took Houston, Carolina over 41 and a half. Jacksonville, Pittsburgh over 41 and a half. KC, Denver over 45 and a half. And Jets, Giants over 36. Hmm. I love so it, Brian. He's, over. He's with you over, on that over, over. Now, we have one more betting thing that we do. We do a three-leg, same-game parlay. Let's cook. Connor, what do you got for us? All right, so I'm going to go um, Garrett Wilson, 40-plus uh, receiving yards. Um, I'm going to go with Darren Waller, 40-plus uh, receiving yards. No, I'll go 50. Brian's bets for the week. Uh, he's got it's overs week. It's Houston, Carolina over 41 and a half. Jacksonville, Pittsburgh over 41 and a half. KC, Denver over 41 and a half. And Jets, Giants over 36. So he's with you on the over on the Jets, Giants game, Jeremy. Oh, yeah. Hammer. Beautiful. Now, another thing we do is a three leg same game parlay for the Giants game. So, uh, Connor, why don't you lead this off with your three legs for the week? All right, so I'm going to go Garrett Wilson, 40, over 40 receiving yards. You could just do that. Okay. Um, Darren Waller, over 50 receiving yards. And then I'm going to go Saquon Barkley, anytime touchdown. Love it. Um, I'm also taking the Barkley anytime. I'm going to take uh, Wandale, over four and a half receptions. And I'm going to take uh, Garrett Wilson. Over four and a half receptions. I like that. And for my same game parlay, I will be going Brees Hall over 60 rushing yards. Garrett Wilson, anytime touchdown. And I'll go Saquon Barkley over 50 rushing yards. Ooh, love like it. That. And then I'll, uh, I'll get Brian and Greg from them when they send it to me, and I'll post this on Instagram. Um, other than that, give us three players on the Jets, Jeremy, that you think need to have excellent games to win this matchup. So, number one guy I've been talking about during this pod, Brees Hall. I think he needs to be the focus of the offense. As he usually is, like he did against Denver, he absolutely lit them up on the ground. He's the number one guy. Dalvin Cook is irrelevant in this offense now. He will probably be traded. Um, yeah, I was not expecting him to be this poor this year, but Brees Hall is the first guy. Another guy, this is pending if the two cornerbacks don't play, Sauce Gardner and uh, DJ Reed don't play. Craig James, I was I wanted to mention him earlier, but I didn't. He's a defensive black, defensive back. Played no, out. He's a what? <laughs> <laughs> That's not that, that came out wrong. <laughs> he <laughs> he is a defensive. Well, there's no back. defensive whites. Yeah, Jason Seymour uh, was the last one. He he played fantastic against the Eagles in a spot start uh, last week or two weeks ago, I should say. Um, if those two corners don't play, look out for Craig James. And the last one, to no surprise, Zach Wilson. 
He needs to play good. If he doesn't turn the ball over, I like the Jets' chances of winning this game pretty handily. I like it. All right. I will – I'm going to go with um, – let's see. I'm going to go with Jalen Hyatt. Mm-hmm. I, um, I think if he has a couple of big receptions on offense, that'll be big momentum swings <clears throat> for the Giants. Um, my second pick, my second player, I'm going to go with uh, Micah McFadden. I think if he's all over the field again with Okereke, I think uh, the Giants defense will be just fine. Yep. Um, and then my third guy, I'm going to go Saquon Barkley. He, I I think he needs to have one of like one of these like big games if they're gonna stay in it with the defense they're up against. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think Barkley's my number one. I think he's like you said, he's got to have one of those games of like 160 total yards, two mm-hmm. touchdowns. Like he's got to be the guy. Uh, number two, I want to see. This is kind of a combo, not really like. One guy playing well. I want to see Andrew Thomas and JMS play. That's it. Yep. I just I want to see them play. Um, I think they're a step up either way. So as long as they play, they'll be fine. And then my third guy, I want to see Deontay Banks have a good day. I think he'll be on Garrett Wilson a lot. And if Garrett Wilson beats us and the Jets can open up a passing game, it's over. But yeah, as long as I agree. It's in a slow-paced defensive run game. The Giants will be in it. So that's my three. I like that. But uh, got to thank Jeremy for being here. You know, you were our first uh, guest this year. We uh, Shout appreciate out. it. Appreciate we y'all having me. Any fans of teams that we played so far, and I think we we have a Pats fan that'll come on. We have Rams. More. Second half of the season, we'll have some more guests. But you're our first one, and I think you did a splendid job. Terrific. Yeah. Appreciate y'all having brought, me. Brought it was some good pleasure. stuff to the table, and uh, maybe, uh, maybe we'll have you back on the React episode. We'll see how it goes. Oh yeah, yeah, we'll see how it goes for sure. It'll see be an interesting game. But, Depends uh, on right. uh, everyone. I'm I'm reaching out to our fans out there. Share this with your friends. Um, you know, we do what we can here to produce some good stuff. If we're not good, don't share it. But you wouldn't be listening if you didn't like us. So share us out there. Get us some views. Let's make BBU a nice little popular podcast here. Um, show, Give us a little reward for the time we put in for you. It's, yeah. it's fun for us, but it's always good to know that people are listening to our work. And uh, that's an episode. So thanks, everyone. Thank you, listeners. We will see you next week. <laughs>